Hey everyone, and welcome again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I am the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we are going to look at the love of Jesus. In fact, we're going to look at John chapter 14, verses 28 through 31. And, and I want us to see the, the multi-directional love of Jesus. This passage we're going to look at today, it shows us Jesus' love and his care for his disciples but it also shows us Jesus' love for his heavenly Father. And because we can see Jesus' love for his disciples and Jesus' love for his Father, what this ends up doing is this gives us just such an incredible picture of who Christ is, and it builds our faith. It builds our faith to know, to know that Jesus loves us. It builds our faith to know that Jesus, he loves the heavenly Father. And so turn with me, John chapter 14, verses 28 through 31. Here's what Jesus says. He says, You heard me say to you, I am going away, and I will come to you. He said this before. He's going to be crucified, buried. He's going to be resurrected. He's going to go, and he's going to come to them. He says, If you loved me, you would have rejoiced, because I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. Now, this is a bit confusing. Jesus says, if you love me, you would have rejoiced. I don't think the disciples fully track what Jesus is saying here. They will after the fact. We'll see that in a moment. But, but they don't fully understand it. But, but when we fully understand, we rejoice. We rejoice because it means salvation for us. We rejoice because it means Jesus returning to, to the heavenly father. And so he goes on. He says, and now... I have told you before it takes place so that when it does take place, you may believe. Now, this is why I, I say in this text, we see Jesus's love for his disciples. He is preparing them for when he dies and is resurrected. They will remember that he said, this is exactly what's going to happen. I love this. Jesus, he's actually, he, he's, he's building a path for their faith to be strengthened. I actually think the Lord does this in our lives all the time. When, when, we, when we walk in faith, when something happens in our life that strengthens our faith, these are those moments that, that Christ has divinely orchestrated so that we will, we will have greater confidence in who Christ is and what he has done. For his disciples in the first century, right before his arrest and crucifixion, he says, I'm telling you all this now so that when it happens, you'll be like, Oh, for, for his disciples today, for you and I today, so often, so often after we go through something difficult, we end up reading through the scripture and we say, oh, that's what you were doing, Lord. That's the lesson you were teaching. That's how you were preparing my heart. I went through something difficult so that I can minister to someone in a, in a new way that I never would have been able to. Wow. This is a reflection of his love. But this text does not just describe his love for us. If you continue, you see also his love for the Father. Verse 30, he says, I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world has come. He has no claim on me. And Jesus here, he's, he's speaking about this, this demonic plot for his crucifixion. Remember, Satan thinks that he is crucifying the Son of God so that he can, Satan himself can be king of kings, that Satan himself can crush the Son of God and be victorious. But look what Jesus says. He has no claim on me. 
He has no claim on Jesus because Jesus is sinless. Because Jesus is perfect. Jesus is the perfect sinless son of God. But look at verse 31. But I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise. Let us go from here. Here's what Jesus says. He says, this ruler of the world, this evil one's going to come. And he thinks he has this great scheme. He thinks he has this great plot. He thinks he is going to take me out once and for all. But listen, he has no claim on me. I'm sinless. I deserve, I do not deserve death at all. He, he thinks that he's going to achieve something great. But really what's happening is I am going to the cross because the Father has commanded it. And I love the Father. See, just like Jesus says to his disciples, if you love me, you will obey me. What, is, what does Jesus do? He says, I love the Father, and so I'm going to live in line with what the Father has commanded. Jesus' love for the Father is demonstrated in his, in his sonship, his obedient sonship. Our love for God is demonstrated in our, in our obedience. It, not our perfect obedience, but in our growing faithfulness to who Christ is and what he has commanded us to do. Jesus, <laughs> he practices what he preached. He, he doesn't just say, hey, go do this and I'm going to do my own thing. No, he says, listen, you, we saw this, John 14, 21. Here, he it is, this is the one who loves me, the one who, who obeys my command. Jesus says, this is, this is how you were to live. And then he says, and if you want to know what it looks like, look at me. Look at my faithfulness to the Father. Look at my love to the Father. Now, brother or sister in Christ, today, our ancient way for our modern day is to recognize the significance of Jesus' multi-directional love. He loves his disciples He's orchestrating their lives in ways that build their faith. He loves you. He's orchestrating your life in ways that build your faith, even if you're going through something dramatic or traumatic. The disciples were about to witness their rabbi, their teacher, crucified. That's pretty traumatic. But he's doing this to build their faith in part. He's doing this and he's preparing them for this in his love. But Jesus doesn't just love his disciples. Jesus loves the Father. And his love is demonstrated in his obedience. This reminds us of this love of Christ. The love that he has given to us and the love that he models for us. So what does this mean for a disciple today? The ancient way for our modern day is to, first of all, will you accept the love of Christ for you? Will you trust that he is working behind the scenes, even in your drama and even in your trauma? He is leading you to know his love, to build your faith. And then will you not just trust in his love, will you walk in his love? Will you walk in obedience? Will you follow his footsteps as, as the one who loves the Father and so obeys the Father? Will you walk in love toward him? And it's not a love that says, I'm going to earn my salvation. It's a love that is demonstrated as gratitude for what has already been given, the gift of grace. This is, this is the love of Christ. We, we see it given to us. 
and we see the model of how we walk in it. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.